Welcome to season two of Talks and Sips. I am Jess. And I am Sassy. How you doing? What you sipping? Does it spark joy and stuff? It does. And guess what, guys? We're back in the same room. Oh, it's been a whole month. <laughs> it has. But quarantine is over. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking a iced toasted white chocolate mocha out of this like iridescent studded cup. It's like it's white right off the bat, but then like when you kind of shine it, it looks a little purple. A little, little purple, a little pink. Yeah, so. It's like those people that collect the snakes, you know, like the, ooh, oh, look at my yeah. snake. Look at the scales. Look at my scales. <laughs> and then the snake grows up and eats you. It's been sizing you up while you're, you know, laying down. Like, well, what are you drinking out of? That's very cute. Ooh, thank you. It's a mauve. <laughs> you know, this is a famous like bridesmaid color, apparently. <laughs> I don't know why I know this stuff. But um, I am having a latte with soy milk because nice. i'm back to my caffeinated ways i'm very excited <laughs> so last week we got to speak to mark colty and my baby bro isaiah who got hacked on instagram very interesting yeah <laughs> latest revelation apparently the lady messaged isaiah somehow some way mm-hmm. and was like if you want your account back you got to give me money oh wow <laughs> <laughs> i did see that she posted a picture of herself i was like that's new i haven't seen that right i was like damn this trifling house and it's hard because you're like okay i don't want to delete his account because maybe he gets it back i don't know but she's also trying to scam us yeah so. i <laughs> i unfollowed him <laughs> I, mean, I unfollow all of them because otherwise they'll keep messaging mm-hmm. me and i'm like i don't want to and obviously mm-hmm. if you don't know don't click on any link yeah. that they send you because that's how they get in but yeah i just i unless they get it back then i'll follow back but also unfollow <laughs> ned the dead oh Isaiah yeah was running ned the dead so Poor ned <laughs> yeah ned. well that's in the garage too maybe next in october yeah we have a few months to get there but uh anyway so that's our psa of the day and you know they got to talk to us and it was really really like um a learning experience you know the whole like this is how you can avoid kidney failure it's an eye opener for people who don't struggle with constant like ailments yeah or or like because it's you know it's out of sight out of mind it's kind of like when you get sick and you're like oh i feel terrible yeah. and it's super heightened but then you don't realize like 98 percent of the time you felt great yeah it's like it could be worse guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, mark shared with us stories about his life and how he delicately balances music and medicine which is is it Oh, no. Our title today is Medicine and Music. (laughs) I'm trying to get better at this, guys. (laughs) Um, These stories inspired us to wonder. Wonder what's in the Wonder Ball. Did you ever get one of those? No. Dude, I was at um, Party City yesterday for a job having Mm -hmm. to buy a million balloons. Non-rubber, non-helium, no anxiety attack. They were the Mylar balloons and they were flat. Oh, okay. Anyway, I was like, you want me to do what? (laughs) Um... Yeah, anyway, all that to say that uh, they actually brought Wonder Balls back. Mm. They're there, but they're $10. What is a Wonder Ball? <laughs> it's like a chocolate hollow ball with like oh. candy and toys and all sorts of stuff. And oh, they- so kind of like a Kinder Egg? A little bit. What's a Kinder Egg? Oh. <laughs> we just explain candy on this. Right. Okay. Well, okay. So the saying goes, laughter is the best medicine. Yes, we all know I butcher phrasing, so I did look this up because it was like, <laughs> laughter is the best. It makes you feel good. Like, I couldn't remember, so I looked it up. But can music do the same? I'd say absolutely. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. You know? 
In some areas, music has been known to inspire sadness. I'm looking at you, Coldplay, <laughs> and the Civil War. Um, but in other ways, I believe it has helped with healing. The next few stories we share will cover the trials and tribulations of the very same artists who helped us, you know, who have helped us in the past get through our versions of tough time. Mm -hmm. These are in no particular order, but are stories of real life artists and how they needed medicine to keep making music. Yeah. So first up on our docket <laughs> is Anthony Kiedis. And for those that may not know, Anthony Kiedis is the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Now he's known as a reformed hard-partying rocker and has become the poster child for healthy living. Men's Fitness Magazine supports this claim 100%. <laughs> They said it first. <laughs> Now in his late 50s and turning 60 at the end of the year, in November, he is a vegetarian and defies age-related stereotypes. For example, on his 50th birthday, he took up surfing, but, you know, it wasn't always like this. And yeah. also, surfing is hard, bro. I've heard. <laughs> I've never done it, but it does not look... I just, it doesn't sound fun. I, for one, am horrible <laughs> with balance, like, at anything. So, <laughs> so I can't imagine I would ever take that up. At 50? Like, what is that thing? Uh, vertigo? Is it when you're uh, here? Well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, whatever. In the 90s, he was diagnosed with hep C. Hep C, per the CDC government website, is a liver infection caused by... I thought this was funny. The hepatitis C virus. <laughs> Thanks, CDC. It is spread through... I love all the memes that came out, by the way. It's like, uh, the CDC now says to, that you need to wear... What is it? Apple bottom jeans. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, today most people become infected by sharing needles or other equipment used to prepare and inject drugs. For a few, it can be sh a short-term thing, but for most, it becomes a long-term chronic infection. At its worst, it can result in serious and life-threatening health problems like cirrhosis and liver cancer. Yikes. Mm -hmm. The scary thing is that people with chronic hep C can often have no symptoms, which I think as I was going through this thing, uh -huh. I was like, a lot of this is like silent killers. Yeah. <laughs> right? Um, and Hopefully, it you guys are not... Um, what are those people? Hypo... Oh. Those people that, like, as soon as they hear something, they're like, I'm sick. Oh, sorry, y'all. Hopefully you guys aren't one of those. People. <laughs> they're going to walk out of here like, I have hep C, <laughs> lymphoma, like, I got it. Um, <laughs> by the time symptoms appear, it is often a sign of advanced liver cancer. It's not like kidneys, people. At least you have two of them. Yeah. Um, at this point, there is no vaccine for hep C. Sorry. In Anthony Kiedis' book, which I highly recommend... It's inexpensive. It's paper, paperback book. Um, and it's also narrated in Audible, if you're an Audible person. Scar Tissue goes into more depth of how this happened by retelling his adventures of debauchery. It really is just a book about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So, yes. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Kiedis says, It's weird. I was such a survivor and so wanted to be a part of life while I was trying to snuff out the life that was inside of me. I had this duality of trying to kill myself with drugs and eating really good food and exercising and going swimming and trying to be a part of life. I was always going back and forth on some level. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so Hepsi, right? You're like, so you were doing drugs and you were and having a kale salad? Okay. <laughs> Balance? <laughs> Balance! Hepsi is a silent killer and you don't just get it from wild and drug use. As someone who loves tattoos, you can't, you know, loves tattoos. Also, we've been watching Ink Master religiously and now... 
Yeah, I actually, when you posted that, because I I already know who wins season eight because I've been following her for such a long time. <laughs> and I'm like, I want to get a tattoo done by her. But I started rewatching the yeah. season just to see because yeah. I've never seen her do color. Oh, I'm talking about Ryan Ashley, if you guys don't know. <laughs> Spoiler alert, they're all like season 13. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was like, whoa, this is intense. Imagine being those people that just go up in there and like, just tattoo me. Well, that's the thing, because some of them are like, I really want this piece. I want it to go from here to here. And I want it and I want it in six hours. I'm like, yeah. you so want to get butchered in It six makes hours. me wonder, like, do they pay to go on the show? No, it's free. No? Because in the show, they've been like, some of the tattoo artists get real snippy. And oh. they're like, just sit here and get your free tattoo. And that's the thing. <laughs> it's not just about, like, free tattoo. Like, they have to have... Um, Whatever their challenges, right? The challenge, and they have to be people pleasing, and they have mm. to work through the. So if the if the person's like, I want one here and here, and I want you to somehow make it, you have to do it. <laughs> like a lot of the time, they're like, I want this on the ribs, and they're like, Oh God, yeah. the ribs are the hardest part. <laughs> anyway, and it's so scripted, it's great. So Dave Navarro, thank you. <laughs> anyway, anyway, as someone who loves tattoos and getting them making sure the equipment being used on you is sterilized is just as critical you can get it in that way too mm -hmm. in the beginning of his book in scar tissue he illustrates a picture of himself potentially about to do heroin but throws us for a loop and hope you're sipping some good bevies out there right now because it's story reading time <laughs> so i'm gonna just read the beginning real quick because this is his this is his hook he goes blah 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 Keep reading my book. <laughs> All right. And so he goes, he goes, I immediately feel the familiar weight in the center of my chest. So I just lie back and relax. I used to let her inject me four times in one sitting, but now I'm down to two syringes full. After she refilled the syringe and, and given me my second shot, she withdraws a needle, opens a sterile cotton swab, and applies pressure to my puncture wound for at least a minute to avoid bruising or marking on my arms. I've never had any tracks from her um, ministrations. Finally, she takes a little piece of medical tape and attaches the cotton to my arm. Then we sit back and talk about sobriety. Three years ago, there might have been China white heroin in that syringe. Four years and years, I filled these syringes and injected myself with cocaine, speed, black tar heroin, Persian heroin, and even once, LSD. But today I get my injections from my beautiful nurse, whose name is Sathari, and the substance that she injects into my bloodstream is ozone, a wonderful smelling gas that has been used legally in Europe for years to treat everything from strokes to cancer. And so basically... He's saying that he's he took ozone and then eventually his test started coming back negative for him. Mm. But it's actually not um, approved right. here oh. in the United States. So some oh. people might be like, that's a hack, blah, blah, blah. Also, I don't think it's like financially that easy to obtain. Yeah, I would think mm -hmm. so. That's a very that sounds like a very good book compared to the only other biography I've read by a rock and roll star, oh. Marilyn Manson. Oh. If you've read his book, I want to let you borrow it just so you yeah. can understand the, the horror. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's actually written really well. He starts he he's very scenic. He starts us off in L.A. and East L.A. somewhere with a friend. And he's mm -hmm. like, it's nighttime and he's trying to get drugs. And his um. little Mexican friend Mario is like, I'll be back. And like, he takes you through a whole adventure. It's great. But anyway, so that just kind of gives you an idea. And he even says, yeah, at some point in the 90s, I contracted hep from all my drug use. Mm. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. Today, he seems to be an ageless wonder, like most of the rad guys in the band, 
Flea, Chad Smith, <coughs> Will Ferrell, and, <laughs> and John Fruchelet. I can never say it because it's spelled R. No, it's F R U S C I A N T E. So I was like, I'd have been Fruchanti. Fruchanti, yes, Fruchanti. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This year they are on a global stadium tour that hopefully I'll be able to catch her in LA. Really hoping. The Red Hot Chili Peppers are performing in Europe first and then heading back to the States. Performing alongside them are opening acts such as ASAP Rocky, The Strokes, Beck, and a few others. But the next person here is also an angel... An ancient, an, an ancient, ageless <laughs> wonder in my book. <laughs> yes, uh, this man has been. It seems like he's been around for quite some time. And when I found out his actual age, I was like, "Really?" <laughs> it's like it should be older. You know who I feel like that about? Mm-hmm. Machete. 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 How old is he? Let's see. Click. 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 Oh, Trejo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Sorry, I was like spacing on his name. Yeah. How old is he? Let's see. What's his first name? Danny? Oh, 77. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that mind boggling? Yeah. Well, th- we're talking about, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you may know this man from his solo career, his band, or even TV. I'm talking about Ozzy Osbourne, the Prince of Darkness, the frontman of Black Sabbath, <laughs> and a TV star. <laughs> Taking a ride on his crazy train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go into his age like later, but he's 73. Oh, wow. Yeah, I feel like he should be 80-something. Lord. (laughs) Well, he and his family had their own version of Keeping Up with the Kardashians called the Osbournes back in early 2000s. I somewhat remember that. I was just a wee little lady back then. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I do remember um, Shannon her hair and the infamous thing that he's known for is Sharon or Shannon (laughs) (laughs) and as of 2020 they have their other show the Osbournes want to believe and that's been going on for two seasons so I'm assuming it's doing good (laughs) I haven't heard much of this but this is a summary from Google Jack attempts to convince Ozzy and Sharon that things aren't as they seem with video evidence of haunted dolls, poltergeist activity, a Russian UFO, and a ghostly grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's dog, Doug, joins the party. I said joints. <laughs> Doug joins the party for some moral support. That sounds... <laughs> Just like chaos. Yeah, Jack is their son. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's safe to say that Ozzy is a well-known guy through multiple mediums. Um, and if you still don't know who I'm talking about, <laughs> he's the guy that bit the head off of a bat on stage back in 1982. <laughs> he was pre-COVID. Before he was, COVID was cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's actually had a number of health problems throughout the years, to, to no surprise. <laughs> so it all really started picking up after 2018 when he had to cancel the No More Tours 2 uh, remaining days after he needed hand surgery for the infections in his right hand. Lord, jeez. I don't know how he got that, but <laughs> and then in January of 2019, he was diagnosed with severe upper respiratory infection, which ended up he had to postpone the European dates for the same tour. Mm-hmm. And he developed an infection that later developed into pneumonia. <laughs> I always have a hard time saying that word. Pneumonia. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to say. <laughs> that happened in February February mm. of 2019. And then he fell in his home and had tons of injuries. And I actually read that when he was 
back in like early 2000s, I think, mm-hmm. he got into an ATV accident, which almost like killed him. Mm. And so this fall kind of uh, messed with those older injuries. Jeez. So yeah, the doctors were very surprised when he started walking because they thought he was done. They're like, that head's gone, right? <laughs> yeah, they're like, you can't walk anymore. Oh, like, man. Watch me. <laughs> watch me. <laughs> well, in January of 2020, this rock star shared with the world that he has a mild form of Parkinson's disease. Aww. Yeah, he and his family found out about it almost a year prior in February of 2019 after he had that pretty harsh fall. And his wife said, "There's so many different types. Wait, she has like a e sound, right? She's they have an accent. Yeah, there are so many different types of Parkinson's. <laughs> it's not a death sentence by any means, stretch of the imagination, but it does affect certain nerves in your body. And it's like it's like you have a good day, a good day, and then a really bad day." <laughs> Great impression. Thanks. I thought she was in the room. (laughs) (laughs) After the surgery on his neck, which he needed after that fall, he started feeling numbness down his arms and his legs were like always cold. And he, after learning that he had Parkinson's, he's like, okay, is this from Parkinson's or is this just from the falls aftermath? Mm. And so he like was having a hard time like what do i blame this on? Mm. <laughs> and during the time of his interview he was already on medication for parkinson's mm-hmm. as well as a nerve pain due to the surgery uh and ozzy then starts expressing how thankful he is for his fans they're my heir uh, that's the same thing i'm just gonna read it <laughs> <laughs> they're my heir you know i feel better i owned up to the fact that i have a case of parkinson's and i just hope they hang on and they're there for me because i need them <laughs> yeah so he he loves all you adoring fans <laughs> yeah I, I think i was supposed to go watch him play somewhere in the mountain and he freaking yeah. canceled i think it was one of the, oh. the slipknot events the Oh, the not fest. Thing? Yeah, I think he was at one of those, and he yeah. was not at one of those. He, yeah, because they started doing Ozfest and not fest. Mm. That's I wanted to go see him, but I chose to go the other day because uh. <laughs> Slayer was there. Mm. <laughs> also, I like Black Sabbath, but I'm like not a huge, huge fan. Yeah. But I'll, I'll play it. I'll, I'll... <laughs> it's there. It's in the background. All right, so <laughs> for all of you who are not like fully aware of what Parkinson's disease is, because I really wasn't, I knew of it, but I don't know what it actually does. So Mayo Clinic's overview on it says mm. Parkinson's disease is a progressive nervous system disorder that affects movements. Systems start gradually sometimes, starting with a barely noticeable tremor in just one hand, which is like a little shake. Uh, tremors are common, but the disorder also commonly causes stiffness or slowing of movement. In the early stages of Parkinson's disease, your face may show little or no expression, and your arms may not swing when you walk, which if you didn't know, your arms naturally swing when you walk. (laughs) And your speech may become softer, slurred. Parkinson's disease symptoms worsen as your condition progresses over time, like basically like anything else. Mm. Um, It does not have a cure similar to hepatitis C or that we know of. <laughs> or maybe, who knows, like in other countries, they might have Y'all some be doing too. something in something. <laughs> but medicine can be prescribed to help improve the systems and not s- symptoms mm-hmm. and not make them as painful. Mm-hmm. Uh, doctors can also suggest surgery if they think it'll help, like, lessen the symptoms mm-hmm. as well. And then I took a look at the risk factors, and Ozzy definitely falls into these categories, such as the age and sex. He, like I said, he is 73 years old now. 
But he found out, like, at this point in 2019, that was, like, three years ago. Mm -hmm. And so he was 70, 69, depending on his birthday. Crazy. (laughs) But this disorder, not disorder, this disease seems to develop in people around 60 or older. And it's more common in men. So he's in both those categories. And another risk is exposure to hearten toxins. <laughs> and knowing what a crazy life this man has, oh it's God. not hard to believe that he's been exposed to some crazy stuff along the way. <laughs> I mean, if he's eating bats or yeah. chewing on them. He literally, yeah. If you guys don't know, he <laughs> ripped the head off of a, a lot of bat that was still alive. Oh, Lord. So, so sad. Right? A little bit. I know. What did I do to you guys? And lastly, this could be hereditary, but I wasn't able to find if this is the case for him. Like, mm. if his parents had it, like, as far as I saw, it's just, it's starting with him. Mm-hmm. In Ozzy's case, he has a type called Parkin 2 or just Parkin, which involves the Parkin gene that's involved in maintaining the energy producing area of cells called mitochondria. We all know the mitochondria is the power. <laughs> <laughs> they taught us this in school. Yeah. And Shannon confirmed that he was born with this gene. So just to note, not everyone who has Parkinson's is born with it. Mm. But just this case, it so happened to be that. So what's he doing now? (laughs) Uh, He's still here. (laughs) And he's making the best of the situation. He actually joined the NFT world. Oh, my God. Where he announced his collection, Crypto Bats, uh, last month in December. And the... Oh, Oh, (laughs) I thought you were waving. (laughs) And the collection has 9,666 unique bats. Mm. Very on brand for him. (laughs) Even he gets on board with all these trends. (laughs) Gotta stay relevant. Some way or another. (laughs) Dude, yesterday on set, this girl, she's like heavy TikTok user. Mm -hmm. And I guess a noise was made. And I just, I'd been standing all day. And I just happened to slowly like crouch down. (laughs) And she goes, do you do you get on TikTok? I'm like, what? She's like, you just did a thing. <laughs> Apparently, it's a thing where the people just like elevated uh, down. I'm like, ah, cool. <laughs> well, this guy is a walking miracle. And <laughs> while I was doing research, I googled how is Ozzy Osbourne, and the first thing to come up was how is Ozzy Osbourne still alive? <laughs> oh, wow. But as I mentioned before, his medical issues have been just taking him on a roller coaster all throughout his life. And something else he actually deals with is permanent tinnitus. Okay, right on. Well, <laughs> it's it's interesting that you say that <laughs> because everyone calls it. I know I'm torn, guys. Everyone calls it tinnitus. But according to Google, and I'll have her do it right here in real time. Would it be trail if she switches up and says tonight? I know, I'll be really mad. <laughs> While I was doing the notes for this, I was like, what? And she was like, tinnitus. <laughs> Google, how do you say tinnitus again? Tinnitus. So, <laughs> what do you guys say? <laughs> anyway, just for funs and giggles, I'm going to say it both ways. <laughs> I feel so betrayed by Google right now. <laughs> okay. So when I was going to school in my early 20s, one of my professors brought up this condition. He was warning us of a possible danger and risk that could occur while working in the audio world. That and overall just losing our hearing, you know, once that starts to go, it never comes back. It's not, you know, like hearing isn't an area that we repair like other parts of our bodies. Mm -hmm. So what is it? 
It is a ringing or buzzing noise in one or both ears that may be constant or come and go and often associated with hearing loss. Hmm. What can cause this? Exposure to loud sounds, whiplash, hit injuries, too many, too many, <laughs> too much earwax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or medication side effects. It doesn't always mean it comes from underlying conditions, though. So, It could also be from that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Having a constant buzzing in your ear seems like it'd be annoying AF, bro, and frustrating. Mm. <laughs> but what if you're a musician? I wonder if... I'm not trying to diagnose here, but I wonder if Matt has this. Oh, Because I... from... If, if you guys don't know, Matt was in the army. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he was around like all the gunfire and stuff. Because he does say he constantly hears like mm -hmm. something underlying. So I'm like... Hmm. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Because once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. I think for Natalie, my sister, she mm -hmm. said she started hearing it in one of her ears. Mm. Like a ringing. And she was like, it wouldn't stop. And it was only oh, wow. one ear. So she went and they were, and basically she had too much, I think, there was too much compression happening in that side. Oh. So they started giving her stuff to like kind of ease it. Hmm. But... It helped. It's yeah, but, but it's part of it there. is gone. Yeah, yeah. Huh. and that sucks. You never get that. Back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, that seems like it. You know, it for a musician. I would say, and this is me just speculating here, that mm -hmm. it it seemed like it it'd be not so much as annoying as it would be scary as heck. Like, oh fuck, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it turns out many musicians struggle with tinnitus or tinnitus <laughs> but fortunately even though there is currently no cure lasting relief is possible musicians need to rely on their ability to hear sounds clearly and this condition brings an additional set of challenges because playing shitty and having stage fright isn't scary enough right <laughs> tinnitus affects roughly 10 to 15 percent of the general population but in some industries like the music industry it's far more prevalent Many studies show that 40 to 50% of musicians experience at least some degree of tinnitus. Yeah, I told you I'd be going back and forth. <laughs> For musicians, tinnitus can negatively affect their perception of sound and music, which can feel like, you know, an existential. What is it? An existential. Thank you uh, to their careers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be scary. You can't hear what you're producing right, or uh, correctly, at least. Right. Like, yeah, this man, this beat is fire. But everybody else in the studio is like, Oh my god! Again, so not to reference Ink. Again, I've only seen Ink Master and are we promoting Seinfeld. them now? Are they? Yeah. And basically, the guy he's like, no one knows this. I've gone all season undetected, but I'm colorblind. <laughs> That's so funny. So in one scene, the judges are like, "Why is he using that color? That's not part of the challenge." Mm. <laughs> he's like, "Little do you know, I, I can't see." <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so for people in the music industry, getting it is often the cumulative result of not properly protecting their hearing over time. Many musicians blame themselves and carry strong feelings of remorse and regret for not better protecting themselves. Since most musicians or audio engineers keep it a secret, um, <laughs> they can often feel alone. But guess what, y'all? Musicians are not. Musicians or not. <laughs> you are not alone. Uh, some well-known musicians have started to talk more openly and publicly about their struggles with tinnitus in recent years. And here are other famous musicians who have openly talked about it. There's Chris Martin from Coldplay. There's Moby. Ozzy Osbourne. Phil Collins. Bono from... Bono. Bono from YouTube. <laughs> Anthony Kiedis. From the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Neil Young, Eric Clapton from Cream, Will I Am, the Black Eyed Peas, Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam, 
Liam Gallagher, Oasis, Joey Jordison, Slipknot, Grimes, X2, Musk, <laughs> The Musk, I tell you, James Hetfield from Metallica. And here's what a few of these guys had to say regarding their conditions. So here's Moby. When I first started playing in bands, I never wore hearing protection and we played as loud as we could. One night I came home from a punk rock show and my ears were ringing as they often did. And they were still ringing the next day and the next. Ever since then, I've always worn some sort of hearing protection when exposed to very loud music. This scares me because this has happened to me before. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where I go to a metal show and then I come back and I'm sleeping and it's like, see? Yeah, yeah your poor ears are like dying. Ozzy <laughs> Osbourne from Black Sabbath. And he says, I suffer from permanent tinnitus because of all the headbanging I've done. Which means I've got this constant ringing in my ears, which has also made me somewhat deaf or conveniently deaf, <laughs> as Sharon calls it. It's like this wee- <laughs> noise in my head all the time should have worn earplugs i guess i still had bang mind you <laughs> he's like you know it's all good <laughs> it's like my friend ted goes I mean, we're all gonna die <laughs> like how do you want to live your life <laughs> uh anthony kiedis from the red hot chili peppers red hot chili peppers front man anthony kiedis Sorry, he didn't have a quote. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I should have stated that. This is from an interview yeah, anyway. <laughs> or an article. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers frontman Anthony Kiedis talks about tinnitus in his autobiography. <laughs> and he says years of touring with his van in the is the cause of the permanent ringing in his ears. Anthony has also admitted he used to jump from buildings into swimming pools, (laughs) which isn't exactly good for your eardrums either. (laughs) Once he even broke his back doing this. Jumping into pools. Are you sure it's just the band there? (laughs) Sir, this is... You know, actually, it's funny because I think whenever Jared Leto signs on to movies mm-hmm. they make you know we sign contracts yeah. and stuff right so one of the things that make him they make him sign is like hey you can't go climbing outside oh because he's a climber yeah. yeah he goes multi-pitch climbing with the big guys I'm like no because if you go like or even during downtime and you get injured like we're all fucked we're screwed yeah, yeah. so no climbing and no sending weird gifts here yeah <laughs> go stars right <laughs> Chris Martin from Coldplay five years ago the Coldplay star revealed he has been suffering from tinnitus for more than a decade. He only began to wear earplugs and protect his hearing after doctors warned him. Luckily, he now makes sure his own children are always protected when it comes to loud noises and music. He also warns other youngsters to avoid the same fate. So, yeah, I'll be back. Uh, gonna go buy some earplugs. Has he need some? <laughs> yeah. Listeners, from here on out, if you do me a favor and start listening to the show with earplugs on... But also put the you know the volume louder so you can hear it. <laughs> so counter, what is the word? Uh, counter. Oh god, you guys know what we're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, it's an oxymoron. <laughs> but does that does that defeat the point? I don't know. Um, does that make us bad podcast hosts <laughs> and friends? <laughs> but you know who is an awesome friend and a true ride or die? Selena Gomez's friend, Francia Raisa. I'm pretty sure I didn't need to roll the R. I'm sorry. And here's why. You know, it's funny. I actually, in high school, we had a girl whose name was Selena Gomez. No. Yeah, like that was her actual name. <laughs> and we would always, like, I would, I thought that was pretty cool. I was like, you get away with so much stuff. Yeah, that name? You had a winner yeah. name. She's like, I hate it. <laughs> she, did, she did not like that. <laughs> but you're doing good. <laughs> also, 
Shout out to my little bro. Again, Isaiah, shout out. <laughs> Selena Gomez is his number one super crush. <laughs> On September 14, 2017, Selena Gomez shared that she'd undergone a kidney transplant at just 24 years old due to lupus-related organ damage. Yikes. Again, I didn't know what lupus was. <laughs> yeah, I've heard the same thing. I've heard of it, but... I don't know what that actually is. <laughs> so what the heck happened? Just like most autoimmune health issues that arise, it's usually an inflammatory disease caused when the immune system attacks its own tissues. Dr. Gary Gillis Gilkison, <laughs> who is a professor of medicine at the Medical University of South Carolina, says... <clears throat> Instead of the immune system fighting off things like infection and cancer, it turns against the individual and starts acting on their own organs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 60% of all people with lupus and as many as two-thirds children with lupus will develop kidney complications. And recent research indicates that Hispanics with lupus have a higher risk for this potentially fatal complication. So let Selena Gomez is a Latin mommy, y'all. <laughs> Previously, in August 2016, Gomez had canceled the remaining dates of her tour when complications from her lupus caused her additional anxiety and depression, and she said, It was what I needed to do for my overall health. I honestly, I honestly look forward to sharing with you soon my journey through these past several months, as I have always wanted to do with you. People on social praised her for being open about her condition, and some girl M... H-Y-A Misa 23. There you go. She says, another invisible illness warrior. Mm, autoimmune diseases really are horrible. Get well soon at Selena Gomez. Hashtag lupus. And so fellow singers that are lupus survivor, survivors. <laughs> fellow singers that are lupus survivors are Tony Braxton and Kelly Bryan. Days prior to Gomez's transplant announcement, Lady Gaga made waves when she announced on Twitter that she's living with fibromyalgia, another invisible illness. These are symptoms from, you know, that Selena Gomez probably and most possibly experienced during her journey with lupus. And that was swelling in the lower legs and feet, high blood pressure, blood in the urine, darker urine, having to urinate more frequently at night, and pain in your sides. Hmm. Oh, shit. Sometimes I get pains on my side. <laughs> she, there it is. There's the hypo, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to find what this word is. In real time. <laughs> so treatment involves managing the condition to prevent irreversible kidney damage. If there's extensive damage, the person will require dialysis, which we covered last week, or a kidney transplant, which we didn't cover, but maybe we'll cover soon. Think Isaiah, oh, I was thinking because, you know, he loves her and he's like, one day I'll talk to her because he loves her. So he, I'm like, I'm thinking Isaiah will try to relate with Selena over dialysis. Like, how's your time there? Like, how's your blood? Yeah, your blood did, did the machine. What was, what is, how was your heart pressure? How many kilos did you weigh? Did your heart rate go up? <laughs> hey, girl. You got bad kidneys, too? <laughs> it still blows my mind that you can live off of one, by the way. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, I know that's terrible to say, but it's crazy. We can live off of one. Um, about 10,000 to 15,000 Americans receive a transplant each year, which means that's a lot of people dying. Uh, this is what Selena said via Instagram with the pic of her friend uh, and her in hospital gowns, holding hands and smiling. 
I want to publicly thank my family and incredible team of doctors for everything they have done for me prior to and post-surgery. And finally, there aren't words to describe how I can possibly thank my beautiful friend, Francia Raisa. She gave me the ultimate gift and sacrifice by donating her kidney to me. I am incredibly blessed. I love you so much, sis. Lupus continues to be very misunderstood, but progress is being made. For more information regarding lupus, please go to the Lupus Research Alliance website, www.lupusresearch.org forward slash or backslash. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) By Grace Through Faith. Now she's looking healthier than ever, baby. She's mm-hmm. got new singles out, completed her voice acting as Mavis for Hotel Transylvania. I love those movies. Oh, yeah, it's a new one. You saw the new one came out already? I have not seen it, but I know of it. <laughs> and she has her very own cooking show, which Isaiah watches religiously. And uh, her makeup line. Oh, yeah, and her makeup line. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So she is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and her IMDb is popping off, y'all. So if you look, she's... Literally in pre-pro for In the Shadows of the Mountain, Transformania, Hotel Transylvania is done. Only Murders in the Building, apparently, is a really banging show. And there's podcasts and mysteries, so very cool. Selena Gomez and Camilo did a music video. Tons and tons and tons of music videos for her song, Baila Conmigo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so she's just, and this is all like 2021. Yeah. I was just looking at that too. Yeah. She's been busy. Mm -hmm. So cheers to Selena Gomez and her ride or die BFF. But what's going on with Mother Monster? Before we get into Mother Monster, it is a hypochondriac. Uh, What were you calling it? I was just saying hypo. It's a hypo something. (laughs) But now we know. And now we can move on. (laughs) So Lady Gaga released a documentary with Netflix called Lady Gaga. Five foot two. I she's love a small that. woman. Yeah. I love that. Like I think Scarlett Joe's also really small. I don't know. I think she's Probably. only like five two as well. I would I would think so. I just feel like they paint like the when we watch them in movies or like mm-hmm. commercials, they just really like those angles to make you yeah. think they're tall. And the apple boxes when mm-hmm. they're around other people. Mm-hmm. All that movie magic. <laughs> so us short people, we have a chance. <laughs> she came out saying that she wanted to raise awareness and connect with people who have fibromyalgia. And this is a... <laughs> this so I'm just going to be calling it condition. Okay. <laughs> the condition is a musculoskeletal illness that causes pain across the body. The disorder can also impact the afflicted person's energy level, sleep, and mood. The Mayo Clinic says about 4 million people in the U.S. deal with the disease, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, and most sufferers are female. So a few other celebrities that have this are Morgan Freeman, which I had no idea. Mm. (laughs) He is also another one of those guys where I'm like, how old are you, sir? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sinead O'Connor and Janine Garofalo. And there's no known cause, but experts believe genes and stressful events such as physical trauma or surgery and the body's immune system, just in general, can play a role in whether you develop this condition or not. Mm. And I haven't seen Lady Gaga live, but from her music videos that I have seen, I know she loves her dancing. Dude, uh, yeah, (laughs) like... You gotta entertain the gays. No yeah. offense, gays, but y'all love a good show. Have you when, seen um, RuPaul? <laughs> it's all about 
work it <laughs> when telephone came out with her and beyonce i remember i had a shirt of it i was like so all good. for it yeah <laughs> yeah but she she likes to do her dancing mm-hmm. so it's really incredible that even when dealing with all this body pain she's constantly like pushing it down or pushing it aside to perform for her fans and after the awesome response she got from her fans like very similar to with selena gomez like mm-hmm. they were very supportive yeah. and thankful that she shared this experience for those who also are dealing with the condition she decided to share some ways that helped her deal with the pain and in the caption she does mention she's found these over the past five years so i'm assuming that's when she was diagnosed yeah and also i didn't put this in here because it was a very long caption yeah yeah (laughs) but i do like that she's like also i have money so this is why I can do these things. Right. Just kind of like Anthony with that ozone mm-hmm. stuff. Like, I don't think that's just yeah. accessible. So she's like, I own my own sauna, mm. but I'm sure you can find one. <laughs> sauna, baby. Yeah. So this is like the gist of her Instagram caption. When my body goes into a spasm, one thing I find really helps is infrared sauna. I combine this treatment with Marley Silver Emergency Blankets. They trap in the heat and are very cheap, reusable and effective for detox as well as weight loss. In order to not overheat my system and cause more inflammation, I follow this with every... With either. I follow this with either a very cold bath, ice bath, if you can stand it, it's worth it. Or the most environmentally savvy way is to keep many reusable cold packs in the freezer or frozen peas and carrots, and pack them around the body in all areas of pain. Yeah, Interesting. So there's that picture right there of her wrapped in that blanket in mm. her sauna. Mm. She looks so comfy, but I'm sure she's in pain. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> hot. Yeah, yeah, hot. And then just to like, it's like, I think of it um, like eggs. Mm. When you boil eggs and then you throw them in the ice pack right ice bath right away she looks like a potato right here (laughs) baked potato (laughs) well she is a responsible gal and added at the end that this is what works for her Mm -hmm. if you want to try those and you're dealing with the condition of course always consult with your doctor before Mm -hmm. you try anything going back to the documentary though I watched like 10 minutes of it (laughs) and then I went off the cliff notes (laughs) so she it opens with Gaga and two of her cute pups and then right after she goes to she's cooking and she mentions her and Taylor who I can only assume is her ex Taylor Kinney were in a fight and she says and I'm like just in a different time in my life now I don't know I, I just feel like my threshold for bullshit with men I just don't have it anymore mm. I just don't care <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm 30 I feel better than ever, you know? All my insecurities are gone. I don't feel insecure about who I am as a woman. I'm not embarrassed or ashamed of what I have. So she's definitely in a great state mentally, which is awesome for her. Mm -hmm. And obviously we know how that played out. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think they got engaged. They were engaged and and she's cut it off. mm -hmm. And I think she's engaged now. Is she? Yeah. And the guy that she's dating... Looks nothing like him. He's, yeah, he's just like an average guy. He's oh, sorry. He's just like an average dude, but he mm. looks like just based off of like what I was able to find on that. I don't even know why I was looking for that. By the way, um, it seems like he's like a really. Ch- he's not. I don't even think he's in the business. That, yeah. I feel like that's what works out the best mm-hmm. for celebrities. Anyways, away from the drama. (laughs) (laughs) It seems that the condition started up after she broke her hip back in 2013. And she gets, in the documentary, she's getting worked on on an 
on a massage table. <laughs> Words are hard today. <laughs> and she tells the audience that when she's depressed, her body goes into a full body spasm. And she actually had to postpone the European leg for her for her Joanne World Tour due to the pain she was feeling. And during the duration of the documentary, there's multiple times where the condition comes up. Mm. And it seems like she never knows how high or low the pain will be. It's always just like a snap of a finger. And while filming a music video, she had to stop and ice her hip as well as her ankle. And when she was rehearsing for a Super Bowl 51 halftime show, she had to take a step back and somebody was like working on her hip. And while they were doing that, she was like screaming into a pillow because that's how bad it hurt. Mm -hmm. And at some point she does say she's embarrassed after showing that side of her life. But it really helped a lot of people in just starting the discussion about fibromyalgia that condition myalgia (laughs) myalgia (laughs) (laughs) and for what she's up to recently last year she played patricia reggiani (laughs) in house of gucci and there's like tons of from the actual patricia she is like you guys didn't ask me she's so salty (laughs) yeah she's like you guys didn't even portray me right the defamation (laughs) i haven't seen it but i want to watch it so me too i keep telling matt like Mm. we had tickets to go see it and then we both got tired so we just canceled oh you got your money back yeah okay yeah we have amc uh, oh right yeah so it's also it's it's been a long time since like season one and i yet to buy me that gucci belt i don't oh, yeah. have it guys <laughs> one day one day i'll be like look what happened <laughs> but that's not no. today <laughs> so although patricia the real patricia <laughs> did not like her performance uh everybody else did <laughs> she also released an album in 2021 with tony bennett called love for sale he also comes out in the documentary it's a good one guys i have not listened <laughs> and it seems that nothing has gotten worse since the release of the documentary but it did spread or it did raise awareness for the condition, which is great for everyone affected by it. That's great. Yeah. Well, that word is really hard to pronounce in general. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a, a lot of these, a la 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 la. <laughs> but a lot of these just feel like, um, yeah, the, I think, like I said, it's like when you get sick, when you get a cold mm-hmm. and it's like the worst thing ever, but it's really not. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, and it's it's kind of like when someone does a lot of really good stuff. Or when you're on set, for example, and it's quiet and things are going smoothly. So then that one moment someone drops the ball, because we're not perfect, right? Or the one moment your body's like, oh, I'm going to take a break. And we're like, oh, <laughs> But by that point, it's a little too late. Like, it's gotten to the point where your like, body needs to just chill out. So, <laughs> But before this episode, I barely knew anything about lupus, anything about fibromyalgia, or any of these conditions, really. Um, glad these guys, for the most part, were able to come out on top of these things mm-hmm. and, you know, that they're able to swing with the punches and find their remedies, you know, a new kidney, a sauna, all that kind of stuff. Ozone, whatever works for you guys. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the the little sayings that mm. you got mixed up. It's roll with the punches. What did I say? Swing with the punches. Oh, see, I told you guys I'm bad at phrasing. <laughs> I didn't look that one up because I was really confident. Damn. <laughs> I love we're my- just making new talks and sips. <laughs> so we're gonna swing with the punches. Look, we've already did what bevies. Bevies mm-hmm. is one. I don't know. There's a few There's, out there. Already. Yeah. <laughs> Someone keep a list. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but glad most of their dog days are over. 
Sure. Makes me think of the time Dave Grohl broke his leg on stage and still kept on rocking and completed <laughs> his tour with the guitar rock and roll throne mm-hmm. that later several bands and Axl Rose would continue to rock on on mm-hmm. with. Um, others like R.I.P. Meatloaf falling off the stage during a show in uh, Ottawa, which resulted in a broken leg. Or there's Beyonce tearing her right hamstring while rehearsing on stage. <laughs> or Pink colliding with the barrier when her harness was strapped up incorrectly. Mm. And, you know, it, rem- it reminds you that musicians and artists are just as clumsy, <laughs> just as fickle, and can easily stub their toes on a corner like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, that wraps us up for today's episode. And as always, we leave you with an unnecessary but burning final question <laughs> and that final question today is what song has helped you out through a very tough time mm-hmm. that's it yeah thank you guys again so much for listening and if you'd like to follow our podcast you can follow us on instagram facebook tiktok and you can support us on patreon all under at talks and sips for our personal accounts mine is at ceci.nciso i am at jfox with two x's and two underscores and we also have our website, ToxinSips.com, where you can find the links for this episode we use for research and all previous episodes as well. But that all being said, we have been Toxin Sips, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. Real quick. World. World. We finished our notes at the end of the page. That is all. Okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs>